everyone. Welcome to another yes. episode of the Kuile Courageous Conversations. Alfie, how Holy, are you doing? Holy smoke, Sheldon. It's been a while. We, we always time. say that it's been a while, um, you know, time. but hopefully people are also following us. Uh, we have stuff going up on our YouTube channel. So that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And I'm excited because, you know, we, we kind of came up with this concept of this whole where are they now? Uh, started yes. last year, yes. talking to awesome and amazing students. And yep. we're kind of like, you know what? We kind of miss doing that, you know, especially with yeah. this pandemic up and running. But, you know, we're we're back. We're gaining some traction with that. And we have another <laughs> awesome and amazing guest, Sheldon. So who do we yeah. have with us today, Sheldon? <laughs> I don't know. So I had this long list of I mean, what I could share about this individual. But to me, the one that rises to the top. And he doesn't know this. There's this picture that I have of he and I. We're at this one event. We're making this weird, funny face in this KCC frame. You know, our guest speaker, I sort of got, the, the guy does not age, Alfie. So I think this picture was taken like maybe five years ago, possibly. So before today's interview, I looked at that picture and I'm looking at him now. He looks the same. This guy is awesome. But he is also, I don't know, timeless. Fountain, of, fountain, like, fountain of youth? Uh, fountain of <laughs> model, model like? Model, model like? Okay. He's yeah. like a model, model. or should oh, I say okay. um, Hollywood star? Hollywood star um, quality? Oh my gosh. Face of a magazine, maybe? There you go. <laughs> you, which, which is kind of funny because I've been told I have a face for radio and I never understood what that meant, children. Yeah. But okay, Your but, hey, face yeah. is beautiful for radio. But this Thank guy. Thank you. I, I thought This so guy we're interviewing, he needs to be on some kind of billboard. Oh, totally. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to apologize in advance because I've rehearsed this, I kid you not, for like a day and a half. His last name, because he's he's a special special individual. I just want to, I want to make sure I, I do it right. So in the room, super excited, Apanisa Sao Lake, Sao Leka Leka. I know him as Nisa. Am yes, I saying Nisa. it right? I am pretty sure I butchered it, but Nisa. Yeah, woo man, long time no see, bro. Long time no see, man. <laughs> For the record, could you say your name so I'm not. <laughs> gonna get like okay so uh my full name is apanisa saulekaleka saulekaleka hey you, you were there sheldon you you had it you know you, you were it. right there not <laughs> confident because you know i want to i want to sit right anyway yeah no totally. totally so welcome nisa thank you for being on our podcast thank you so much so, nisa tell us a little bit about yourself um so my name so i usually go by uh, nisa uh for short you know my Full name is a little hard for some people to pronounce. Um, I just graduated from Manoa. Uh, this past yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. Uh, with my bachelor's in English. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about myself. <laughs> so you were a student at KCC. Correct. Um, where did you go to high school? Oh, I went to the greatest high school in the world. Oh, Roosevelt. You went to Roosevelt. No, no, you, no, to, no. you didn't tell us you went to Damien. Sorry. Wait, oh, hold no, on. no, 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 no. Wait, no, I, I he, swear. He said greatest high school. I, I, I want to assume it's Roosevelt. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but for the record, Nisa. <laughs> Correct both of us. No. I went to Moanalua High School. Here. Oh, 
Oh, okay. You know, oh, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you came on out of high school right on. Yeah. Were you there from the freshman to senior? Yes. Um, all four years. Okay. So Moana Low High School, uh, what did you do? Oh, um, man, I was a knucklehead. I was <laughs> I was not I was not a good student. I was a great athlete. Um, I did I mean I played a sport year round. Um mm. always loved being active, always loved being competitive, like doing sports. So I did like football, I did track and field, I did uh I did paddling. Wow. And and anything I could I could do to stay active and you know, um out and about, I guess. Um, but I was not a good student. Um, it's, that's, that's actually a funny story because I was such not a good student in high school that I almost didn't graduate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you have to share because I, I may have a similar story. So, okay. so I, I, I was just, I wouldn't say that I was, I didn't have the aptitude to to get good grades in high school. I was just more distracted. You know, it, it's, mm. it's high school, you're, you're in that, in that weird phase of where you're trying to like, you know, kind of find yourself. You're trying to like, you know, find who you are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was, I just threw myself into being uh, an, an athlete. So I just, you know, I was like, that's my thing. I'm going to be an athlete. And so I didn't really, I didn't care about my grades mm-hmm. um, unless like I needed them to play a sport, <laughs> you know? So I would always get C's, but then, you know, in the off season or whatever, I would, uh, my my grades just tanked. So I remember every every summer I would have to do like credit recovery credit recovery programs mm. uh, to recover the credits for the classes that I filled. And then eventually, even at the very end of my senior year, when you know when senioritis hits, right? Mm. I oh man, I was two classes away from from not walking. I had failed my math class, and then I didn't do one of my credit. Re- uh, recovery classes so I had to finish both of those in like a span of two weeks uh, before before I could walk and I barely got it done it was like literally the last day it was two days before we would actually walk for graduation and I just busted out everything I could for my math and then you know like that same day he was like okay I'll pass you with a D and then I was able to walk what was running through your mind um that uh that day i was like why why are you like this why did you you just do your work like all you had to do like was do your homework and come to class i didn't i didn't go to i didn't go to my classes in high school at all um the the only class that i never was absent for was weightlifting and (laughs) um was there was there ap ap pe Advanced placement PE? No, yeah. Advanced you placement. Weightlifting? No. Oh, advanced placement a- weight advanced advanced placement weightlifting? No such thing. Oh. <laughs> you know how that? No? If no? it was, I would have been in it. <laughs> <laughs> but Lisa, with with all that that's happening, you know, um, you almost not graduating. Um, did you happen to? Did, was your family aware of this? Of yes. you potentially not walking? So what was that like? Um, <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. My, whole, my entire family was mad. Like, I mean, except for my mom. <laughs> mom was just like relieved the day that I told her that I, um, 
the day I told her that, that, you know, I found out I could walk, she was like, Oh my gosh, you know, (laughs) so happy. But the rest of my family was so angry because I couldn't tell them for sure if I was walking the whole, the whole semester. So they had no idea. So like they couldn't plan around it. So I only had like my mom, um, two and two of my aunties show up to my graduation. So because, yeah, the rest of my family, they, 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 they couldn't they couldn't get off or, you know, they didn't know. And I, I kept I didn't tell anybody because I didn't know, you know, and it, by the time I knew it was too late. And yeah, everybody was mad at me. <laughs> so KCC then, um, how did that come into the picture? Um, yeah, that's like that's a good one. I <laughs> I wanted to go to college. For I originally wanted to go to college for football, didn't have kids, so I actually I didn't I didn't come to KCC until 2016, mm-hmm. and I graduated in 2013. So I took I took time off because in in my in my head, and I, I hadn't researched or anything, but in my head I was like. Um, so I graduated with a 1.4 cumulative GPA. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that's, I'm not going in anywhere. <laughs> I'm not getting into any college anywhere. So I was working, working, working. And then I was doing construction and um, it was through my church that I started doing community organizing, mm-hmm. uh, like community outreach stuff. Um, it was for undocumented immigrants. Mm. And I was doing like this community stuff and I really loved it. And it, it just so happened that I was I went to, we were doing, oh, what was it? It was like a, you know, with a panel and, you know, they ask questions it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of thing. I had met, um, I'd shared my story and Brenda Ivelisse was there. Mm. She was um, former vice chancellor at KCC. Yep. And, you know, I'd, I went up and I was answering, answering questions or whatever. And she approached me after, after I had, um, after everything was done and she was like, did you want to go to college? This is, I mean, this is all like um, shortened, but she, she was basically like, do you want to go to college? And I was like, yes. So I was like, oh, I work at KCC. And I was like, oh, wow. And I didn't know she was the vice chancellor. She was like, yeah, I work at KCC. Here, let's, um, let's, let's get you set up. And I was like, oh, cool. I can go to college. And then um, um, she had caught me, I think, in the middle of a fall semester. So that's why I actually started um, in spring of 2016 and that's where my KCC journey started <laughs> so between 2013 and 2016 it, so you're seeing you're volunteering with the church working construction um what do you have to share perhaps with folks who are in a similar situation because many times we hear people say well I missed that ship uh, my time is done. I, I don't think I can ever go back. But you took you took a break between high school and college, and here you are as a college graduate. What can you share with those who are just kind of on the fence, saying, "Ah, I'm too old for this college thing. I'm done." Um, you know, I I've thought about that a lot over 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 the years, and what I realized is. If I had gone to college straight out of high school, mm. I would not have been mature enough 
to stay in college. So having that time, and I'm not saying like for, for others, like, you know, like if, um, if they want to take a year break or if, you know, they're not a, they're a non-traditional student, they're coming, you coming in at like 30, 40 years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, did, I wasn't mature enough to, to be able to stay in college because between those years of, of high school and college, I was, I was doing a lot of, you know, stupid stuff and I had to learn, you know, how to be responsible and like, you know, how to take things seriously because in high school, I did not take my, my academics seriously at all. Right. So it, it took me, um, you know, going through life like that out of school in order to like appreciate like, Oh, you know, you know what's better than backbreaking construction is is a classroom, an air conditioned <laughs> classroom. <laughs> yeah. But Lisa, so you potential football career, okay, <laughs> which which got you know which derailed for whatever reasons, to construction work, to English. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> That's crazy. Could, could I add to that? Because oh, yeah, Lisa is very, very articulate. He is. So he is. I want to add to that your 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 journey there, Alfie. And so football, English, and 1.4 GPA. 1.4 GPA. There you go. <laughs> to English. <laughs> Talk to Snisa. <laughs> yes. How did that happen? <laughs> English is it's crazy because well, I looking at looking back at it now, like I, did, I don't know why it didn't click sooner with me because um, ever since I was a little kid, I loved reading. I loved mm. writing. That was like my main thing. I, I mean, like I never watched TV. I always had a book in my hand, even in, even in high school, even though I didn't go to classes or like, you know, I was, at, you know, skipping classes or whatever. I always had a book. Huh. Like it, when I was, when I was in school, I was always reading. So when I went, so when I came to KCC, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. <laughs> I was so set on being a nurse because, um, cause my mom's a nurse and, you know, I'd been taking care of my grandparents mm. for the better part of, you know, three years. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. You know, I'm good at taking care of people. Like I already know how to do some stuff, you know, with my grandparents. Mm. And it was that very first semester at KCC and my very first class with my English teacher, my English professor, Catherine Primavera, set me on the on the path of being an English major. That Shout whole out to Catherine. Yeah, that whole class, you know, like I was just like, oh my gosh, I love, I love this, this, this book you're giving us. I I love the stuff that we're writing. And then I progressively saw my writing get better throughout the semester. Hmm. And at the end, we did a we did a research. A research paper and I was like oh my god research is like my two favorite things combined into one reading and writing <laughs> like you read about something and then you write about it like this is great why haven't I you know d- done this before so after that after that class I was like I'm going to be an English major <laughs> that is amazing and what what courses did you take after English 100 like what further shape this pathway towards your English degree? Oh, I took, I, I just kept taking more and more English classes. Um, like I took English 200. I took myths and symbols. That was probably one of my favorite classes. 
just because we we would take like um you know the like popular disney stories like um um you know little mermaid you know all the disney stories mm-hmm. that they do and you you find out that it's like it's it's actually adaptions of old hans christian novels right, mm-hmm. right. And it's like mind blown <laughs> like i was just like and we would read the original stories and i'm like this is crazy i love books you know like um that was that was probably one of my favorite courses and then pacific island studies is something that i i really loved as well just learning about the pacific and like you know i mean because i'm i'm tongan fijian so like i know you know a little bit about tonga i know a little bit about fiji but you know in the context of other pacific island nations you know i, I didn't know that much and um uh, Pacific Island Studies is, is something I really liked, and I'm really glad that I took that PAX 108. My I think it was my first semester, maybe my second semester, I had taken it, and it actually like led into when I transferred to Manoa. I my concentration was in Pacific Island literature. No kidding. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you know, through all this, Nisa, just out of curiosity, have you ever gone back to Manoa and? talk to your your counselors and professors and be like look at me now check <laughs> it out that's another so oh <laughs> my freshman year i had a i had a teacher i had um my my freshman year english teacher he was he was really cool uh we were we were friends because he would do the um he would do the announcements for our football games. Mm. So whenever, you know, whenever I would make a play or something, he would say my name correctly because I was in his class every day. <laughs> and, you know, like he was, he was really, how do I say this? He was really tough. He was really strict. Mm. Um, you could tell like he was an English major in, in high school. I mean, I mean, in college and he, he got his master's in English. Like you could tell mm. he was that kind of person, just very like, you know, and um i had just seen him maybe last year last year last year at a wendy's and i was like mr chu and he was like "Papa Nisa, how are you doing i was like good i'm good he was like what are you doing now i was like i'm in i'm i'm in college i'm at uh manoa i was like oh really what are you what are you majoring i'm like english and he was like no really i re-, you know and then he started telling me the story about when um he had secretly given given us a, a reading comprehension test. And I was not the best writer my freshman year, but I could read really well. Mm. And so he was telling me the story. He was like, yeah, we, you know, do you remember when you did this? And I was like, yeah, kind of. And he was like, yeah, do you remember what I told you about like your, uh, about your English skills? He's like, no, not at all. He's like, yeah. He was like, I remember telling you that you read like a college freshman, but write like a, a high school senior and I was just like what 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 are you saying and he was like yeah like like you were really good with English it's just you never came to class and I was like yeah I'm sorry <laughs> my bad, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so the connection you made with your English teacher I you said it was last year right mm-hmm. and that's amazing that he remembered you um and that he could retell a story from when you were in ninth grade 
Yeah, so that was 2009. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Fast forward to Manoa. Mm-hmm. Um, March 2020, the pandemic hit. So mm-hmm. um, I know this may be going all kinds of directions, but because the reason why I wanted to bring this up because so far you've just demonstrated this amazing um, display of resiliency. It's like, it seems like you can push through just a lot of stuff. March, 2020, when the pandemic hit, what was going on in your mind as far as making that, just trying to plow through to get your degree done? Yeah, that was, that was really hard because I, I remember that semester so well because I had just, so my, so I just had a loss in my family. It was mm-hmm. my, my grandpa's oldest sister mm. and in the in the Tongan culture like the the eldest sister of of the family has the most mana right mm. so she she was like she was a matriarch of our mm. family basically there was nobody left she was a matriarch and she and she did everything you know like she did everything for us and she you know she she basically raised not only my mom and 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 her brothers and sisters but she also raised us as well mm. so i had lost her that semester i'm sorry yeah it's okay when the pandemic hit i was like holy crap like i wanted like at the top of my head i was like i want to give up like let me just Mm. let me just take a semester off let me just not you know like not go to school and like i just don't you know like Mm. i was not in a place to 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 do that but i think i had talked to lavashe actually Mm -hmm. um, and she was like no don't do that like um, it would be better if you just drop some classes and just take what you think you can and just keep going in, in school. And that was some of the best. If I, hadn't, if I had not taken that advice, I don't think I would have went back to school because what I, what, what, what I had seen is that I needed to, to kind of keep busy. Hmm. So like I, I did drop, like, I think I dropped two classes because, because of what happened and also because my professors were not prepared. I, I had some pretty like pretty old professors there. They actually retired after 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 that semester, and they were not prepared for the the switch, the technological switch. Yeah. They, I mean, they barely used La Lima. So mm-hmm. when we had to transition to to online learning and and all that, it was it was just hard on them. So I dropped those classes. I took the ones that I could, and I just like. I, th- I, th- I think what, what's gotten me through some of the hardest times is it's just like a little voice in like in the middle of you that just says, just keep going, you know, mm. just, just keep pushing on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So for those that are perhaps still feeling the residuals of that March, 2020, I mean, what kind of, what kind of advice would you provide to them? Um. <laughs> I think, I think you just have to put it on yourself to be on top of everything as much mm-hmm. as you can, because I think there's a there's a certain disconnect that you have of not physically going to a classroom, you know, like you don't have that sense of like urgency to do something or maybe a responsibility to to uh, you know do your homework, research, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so it's it's really important because you're literally at home, you know, you're so comfortable with like 
when you're at home, you're and you're you're in your safe space and you want to relax. Yep. Right. So like you, it can kind of lull you into a sense of uh, comfort that you know you you can really it's really easily to slip and like fall off the the study train. You know. Yes. 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 What is your next step? Graduated from UH and um, I believe in 2018 you graduated with honors from KCC, which is mm-hmm. amazing. You go from a 1.4 um, high school graduate, and to me that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't graduate from high school, so um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we have a connection there. Mm-hmm. Only, only we only got one nerd in the room, and that's. The <laughs> <laughs> you probably graduate with a 2.0 Alfie <laughs> nerd uh, actually the fifth <laughs> <laughs> just joking so honors 2018 um, clearly turned it around graduated from UH Manoa um, fall 2021 if I'm not mistaken what's next so right now taking a break because mm-hmm. <laughs> these past few years have been really stressful. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, just with the pandemic and everything. Um, so right now I'm just looking for a job and then um, I'm going to work for a year and then I'm going to start applying for law school. <gasps> next year. Right. Uh, oh. So I'm, I'm trying to work and study for the LSAT at the, at the same time and, you know, do stuff like that. I also understand, like on March third, uh, if I have my notes here, um, <laughs> you're going to be at a function. Um, I believe it's for the Luna Lilo Scholars. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Tell us about just your journey as a scholar. So I didn't have the scholarship my first my first semester at KCC because I came in on a spring semester, and you can only start with Luna Lilo in the fall. Because you have to do the summer, the summer bridge, uh, the fall uh, before the fall, and then you have the year scholarship, right? So, I had come in on spring, and then I'd met, I'd met you, and you had introduced <laughs> me to to Rob when Rob was working here, and then Rob works under Lavache, who's mm-hmm. the director of Lunar Little Scholars. And so I had worked with them for a whole semester and over the summer. And, you know, they talked to me about the Luna Lilo scholarship. And I mean, it wasn't a surprise that I got in. I mean, I was working for the lady that's <laughs> in charge of the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really I'm so grateful for that program, mm-hmm. not only because of like the support that they gave me, um, but also the friends that I made. Mm-hmm. I had met, you remember Zane, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I had met Zane's my best friend. I had met him in Luna Lila. We were in the same, we were in the same cohort, and I met so many good friends from Luna Lilo. And I feel like I feel like maybe I wouldn't have stayed because I mean there are some rough times mm. um, you know during my years at KCC that I could not have gone gone through with without, you know, you know, my friends from Luna Lilo and also Lavache. Like mm-hmm. she's a really good person to to talk to even mm-hmm. if like it's a small crisis um it's like she's always there in her office and you just go and talk to her 
she's just almighty wisdom you know <laughs> she's also very present you like she yeah. could be juggling a billion and one things but mm -hmm. like you said you have a if you have a question for her it's like you're the only person who exists right now mm -hmm. you know when she's talking to you it's amazing yeah she's like i mean we always we always joke about this um when i became when i became a loony little peer mentor we were working like directly under her we were like we just saw how much how much she actually does you I mean she she she's in charge of Luna Lilo and the and the first year department, right? That's right. And we were just like, holy crap, like lady, how are you doing all of this? And like you also have your family, and like, you know, this is when um I remember she she had her kids in high school, so she was mm -hmm. traveling to games and like you know, all the sports stuff, and we're just like Lavashe, you are a super mom, like we're 100 percent a super mom there's there's just no way i remember you uh, i think her i think she i had her for one of the peer event or one of the summer bridge sessions and then i think she was telling me the nickname for lava was mama Shea. yeah <laughs> yeah it was mama Shea. and I'm like oh my gosh that is totally makes sense, <laughs> totally makes sense. <laughs> and you know let's not forget that she's also feeding the um the homeless too and just oh my god yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the whole food distribution that's the you know it's like I mean, just that. I mean, you know, just you know, that. You know. Yeah. Not only she's doing all these amazing things, hey, you know, she's running a food pantry. But yeah, anyway. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that lady is insane, man. <laughs> she's like yeah. one step below God, I think. But anyway, <laughs> or maybe she is God. I don't know. <laughs> We're but mere mortals to her. <laughs> I mean, well, she feeds. She feeds everybody. I mean, at these, she at these summer bridge sessions. I mean, if you have, if you never had the pudding, oh my goodness. <laughs> That thing is, that thing is, God yes, <laughs> that thing is very dangerous. That's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know you went through an amazing journey, Nisa. Um, what would you like to share to those out there? I mean, I apologize for putting this out there, but as a Tongan Fijian, mm -hmm. um, solid community very supportive what would you have to say to those who in that community thinking maybe college is not for them heavy duty huh that's, that's a hard one yeah i i always recommend people go to college mm. um especially i mean when well when i go to church and i um you know a lot a lot of the kids a lot of the tongan kids you know they're they're in high school and they they don't know what to do next i'm like just go to college, mm. you know, you, even if you don't have the grades. And I tell them, like, I didn't have the grades. And it turns out you don't need grades to get to get into into a community college. Mm -hmm. Like go to KCC, go to HCC, do a do, you know, go to ACC, do a trade or come to KCC, find yourself. And mm -hmm. like, I think that's the biggest thing that I tell people is college is a really good place to find yourself. Even if you don't stay in college, like you're at least one step closer to figuring out what you want to do in life and who you want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. If you had a magic ball right now, we could fast forward to like, say five years from now, what do you see yourself doing? Working in a law firm, mm. hopefully. Doing what? I'm, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I've narrowed it down to like, I don't know, maybe, immigration or maybe something in in uh, 
I don't know, something related to civil rights, but wow. I just want to, want to help people. Mm-hmm. And like, so, I mean, one of the main reasons I want to be an attorney is because attorneys have a lot, a lot of power to help. Mm. You know, it, there's a lot of things that they can do with the law and mm. how they interpret it and how they, how they work with it and around it. And that's something I want to do to help other people. Um, I think the biggest, so I want to go to Richardson because, you know, I, I grew up in, I, I went to Wanalua, but I grew up in Kalihi. Mm-hmm. And um, Richardson has this really great program where they go to Kalihi Palama, which is mm-hmm. the free clinic in, in Kalihi. Right, 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 and, right. And um, there's an internship at Richardson where they actually go to Kalihi Palama and they'll um, provide legal help to to kids. And wow. Like they'll sit down with them and uh, if they have parents or not, um, I mean, a lot of them are foster kids, but you know, um, it's any kid that comes into Kali Palama and they'll help them get health insurance and mm-hmm. navigate the, you know, the legality of everything. And I was like, that's awesome. Like that's my hometown. And like Richardson is doing this for, for my hometown. I, I, I want to go there, you know? I see you doing it, Nisa. I see it. Speaking of, speak, speaking of having a lot of power, Sheldon, if you've ever seen Nisa at a flag football game, <laughs> oh, I have no idea why. But keep in mind, flag football, <laughs> I don't know why when Nisa touches them, people drop. <laughs> it's non-contact, right? It's supposedly. Well, I mean, tell that to Nisa. I mean, but but I will tell you, Nisa was part of a couple or a couple teams that actually brought home the intramural title. For KCC. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So as a lawyer, you could bend the rules for flag football, perhaps. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it. (laughs) He was, you know, he he was given the rules. Mm -hmm. He had his interpretation of the rules. There you have it. And then he implemented the rules Uh in a different way, you know, in a different way. I see, it's I, like, see, I see. I see. It said, "Extend your hands." Mm-hmm. Not my fault. Not my fault. They fell down. <laughs> <laughs> I had to lay so, down the law and people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so when you're pulling the flag and an arm comes off, <laughs> it's all interpretation. Right? It's like you know, I was flag you could arm taking a, a flag for an arm. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this one video where the kid was only tapped on the shoulder. This is like this mini judo tournament, but just fell just because of the drama. <laughs> like they weren't really in contact. So is it that when they see the presence of Nisa, they're like, oh no, and they just fall? <laughs> is that what you saw, Alfie? I think so. You know, it's it's kind of like how uh, Dave Chappelle talked about that aura around Rick James. So he saw <laughs> Nisa walking down and saw this big aura. So, oh, so what you're saying sometimes, when before the game even started, people are falling down. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was predetermined. I mean, it's, it's like so you we know, just like, handed we just handed them the yeah. trophy. Then just hand these. Yeah, here we go. You know, yeah, here we go. <laughs> like, yeah, we got it. We got it. Great. Oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awesome. Holy. <laughs> well, Nisa, it's always a pleasure. You know, when uh, I, I think for Alfie and I, every interaction we had with you was such a was such a gift, and I think. I was fortunate enough to even have you speak to some of our youth when they would come on and do campus tours. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing a, a response from Jared Middle, how they just loved how you folks 
made these kids feel like college was not out of reach. And probably they probably didn't have that conversation at home, but you guys just made it so real for them. And when you told me that you're going to be potentially a change agent in Kalihi, that, that's perfect. That is perfect. And head coach, maybe for like the ball. But thank you, Nisa. Thank you so much. Um, having me. Thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. Um, again, folks, this has been another Kool-Aid Courageous Conversation, an awesome one again. Um, on behalf of Alfie and myself, thank you for listening. Take care out there. Take care, everyone.